With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Well, the Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. That's important, right? Getting there is incredibly important. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire building should be. Um, one big story today. We'll get to the Dolphins in about, 
I don't know, three minutes. RJ Young's going to join us. Um, he's host of Fox Sports podcast, the number one college football show. We'll talk about a wild weekend in college football and A&M won, but lost an incredibly important player as part of their offense. We'll get to that later on in the hour. So we got we got the press. This is going to be fun. I do want to mention this. So the Pro Bowl is no more. Sort of. There will be no tackle football game where they didn't really tackle, but there was a game and people watched. Right? Like over 5 million people watched it. The Pro Bowl will be no more. Instead, they'll have the Pro Bowl games. Is that what they're going to do? The Pro Bowl games. I suggested today, pretty simple, you know, two from every district. Whoever survives, you know, wins the Pro Bowl games and lives in infamy. Pro Bowl hunger. Anyway, I will say this. Uh, I've watched the NFL my entire life, and I have never watched a live snap of the Pro Bowl. So I'm not really even sure if it's that much of a story since we all made fun of it for so long. And, like, look, not only is it not a real football game, but... It's not even a real representation of the best of the best of the best since so many got like over 100 guys get voted to a Pro Bowl on a yearly basis because guys turn it down because they just got done playing or they didn't want to go or whatever. Somehow they ruined a really cool trip for a lot of dudes love going to Hawaii. Now it's like, eh, I don't know. Where is it? I don't want to go. But congrats to those of you who hated on the Pro Bowl for years. I didn't really care. I never watched it. It is no more. And Omaha Productions, that's uh, Peyton Manning's group, is going to get a chance to put on the Pro Bowl games. Quick note, quick note. Right? They actually tried, they've tried in the past uh, to have other things, um, not the Pro Bowl. Like, they're going to have a flag football game. And I just, I want to warn people that there was a time in which they tried to have a football game on the beach in Hawaii. This was in, I believe it was 1999, 1999, 1999. The New England Patriots had a rookie running back named Robert Edwards. And he, he almost had to have his leg amputated. He was told he might not ever walk again. So obviously he didn't have his leg amputated and he did come back and, and play some football a little bit for the dolphins, a lot in Canada, but he was never ever the same after being drafted by the Patriots in the first round. He had one incredible season where he had 1200 yards rushing. This is before the Pats were the Pats. And it was Pro Bowl week of the 98 season in 1999. They played a flag football game in Hawaii in the sand, and he badly blew out his knee. Again, I'm not wishing injury on anybody, but this whole idea that we can't play tackle football because guys get hurt, reasonable. Playing flag football does not mean you won't have an injury. Just pointing that one out. And those of us who are old enough to remember, like, oh, I remember that. What was that guy's name? Oh, that was that. Because that was one of those first injuries that were on TV that you saw in real time. Like, ooh, yeah, that's that's bad. That's 
That's bad. Uh, Speaking of the 90s, the 90s, before the Patriots became the Patriots, it used to be a division owned by the Bills. Previous to that, it was owned by the Dolphins. Do you guys remember how many great Dolphins-Jets games there were? Like, great Dolphins games. It's been a while since the Dolphins have been relevant, let alone 3-0. and Now, Mike McDaniel, who, of course, was part of the offensive uh, brain trust in San Francisco, is in his first year as head coach. They've added Tyreek Hill. They've added other pieces. Jalen Waddell is a tremendous, tremendous young talent. And they're off to a 3-0 and start. Here's Mike McDaniel on the confidence this team has. You know, I'm just really, really happy for the team because this is this much I do know. Um, teams win football games. And if you're going to have um, success over the long haul, you have to have confidence that, you know, whoever, whatever phase can win a football game for you can go ahead and do that. So um, we can take shots at the Dolphins' schedule traditionally, but they beat the Patriots, who uh, went to the playoffs last year. They beat the Bills just yesterday, who are the odds-on favor to reach and win the Super Bowl. They beat the Ravens. Granted, the Ravens led the whole game until the very end, but they beat the Ravens in Baltimore. So the question becomes, is: look, they got the Bengals on the road on Thursday night, short turnaround. Then they got the Jets uh, after the kind of the mini-buy. Vikings at home, Steelers at home. They go to the Lions, to the Bears. Like, they got a pretty decent schedule. Do Are we buying them? Are we buying them? And for people who are wondering about Tua and the concussion protocol and that other stuff, it's like, look, I, I saw how it looked. It looked weird to me. And when I saw him go down, but then when I heard the explanation and I saw him talking with Josh Allen, that was a weird kind of embrace after the game where Josh Allen almost laid his head on his shoulder. Right? We're like, I mean, it was a, that was, I just, are they that close? What did Tua say to him? There was a lot going on there that I have questions about. But the one thing I didn't think was, well, Tua's concussed. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust the doctors because somehow we're all suddenly really, really cautious of a player that we don't know and whether or not he's coming back with a, with a head dinger or not. I don't know. But he, he played well when he came back. He didn't look concussed. I, I don't know enough about it. I'm guessing they wouldn't have said it. I'm hoping and guessing. And I'm on, honestly, like, this is one of my things. If a doctor sends a guy back out there and he's concussed, he runs the risk of losing his job, his license, especially now we're all paying attention to it. So I'm actually going to side with the Dolphins in this one. But are we siding with the Dolphins in terms of their long-term viability? Are they really that team? Are they really as good as their record? Back end of their schedule is a monster. This is their December at the Niners. And I know you're sitting there going like, Niners, did you go all the way across the country, play San Francisco late in the year? Have fun. At the Chargers, look like a disaster now. Aren't going to have Rashawn Slater the rest of the the season. But again, you could see the Chargers figuring it out, winning some games. Okay, At Buffalo, take on the Bills. Green Bay at home at the Patriots. That's in a row. Bang, 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 bang. So there's some L's coming on that schedule, but there's some dubs as well. 
Here's what I'm a buyer of. I'm a buyer of them being much better. I'm a buyer of them being living up to some of the preseason hype of last year. I'm a buyer in to the speed that they have. That, that's, that dog will hunt. And as much as we talk about bad weather, the truth is that when it's in bad weather, if Tua can get it to those guys, bad weather is generally beneficial for offensive guys because they know where they're going and the defensive guys do not. And they have some of that later on in the season, like when they, you know, like when they go to Buffalo, when they go to New England, probably bad weather. But if there's snow or wet stuff on the ground, that actually favors the offense and the speed that they have because they know where they're going. The defense does not. I don't know if Tua can throw it in that bad weather. That's, that's a legit question about it. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a buyer. I mean, let's be honest. It took blown coverage and a couple things that go bump in the night and also the defense to step up to get a win over the Ravens. The Bills, they had nobody in their secondary, all kinds of injuries, some season-ending, some just temporary. And the Bills should have had an opportunity to kick a last-second field goal, potentially win that game, and it was in the heat or whatever. But the Dolphins won the game. So were there, be- were there style points the last two weeks? No. No. Uh, but the defense, there's some carryover from the de- previous regime that's pretty good. The offense has a ton of speed, and two is getting rid of the ball. And as of now, things are good. Do I think they're going to win 17 games? No. Do I think they're going to win the division? No. Do I think they're a playoff team? Yes. And I'm just interested to see, as people get tape on Tua with this speed, what they feel like they can take away and what they feel like they can make him do more of. I think it's a balanced take on him. Everybody wants to say, like, oh, I'm either I'm all in or I think they stink. I'm impressed. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? I do not. Do I think they get to the playoffs? I do. Not just because they're 3-0, but because they're pretty good and factor in that their schedule, especially over the next month and a half, not crazy difficult. Here's, here's Mike McDaniel on their 3-0 start. You know, I'm just really, really happy for the team because this, is, this much I do know. Um, teams win football games. And if you're going to have um, success over the long haul, you have to have confidence that, you know, whoever, whatever phase can win a football game for you can go ahead and do that. Uh, it's a fair and balanced take, Jace. I mean, I mean, like, I, I know we're supposed to be this, you're supposed to be hot takers. Dolphins stink. They've been lucky. Or the Dolphins are awesome. I'm all in. Do I think they're better than the Bills? Do they play them 10 times? I, I think they win twice, maybe three times. Right? But I think they're better than the Patriots. And I know they're better than the Jets. And I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think Tua looks improved. And I think they got some dudes around him. Look, I, I, I killed everybody in the studio. Is that what happened? Oh, I thought I didn't know that was directed towards me. So I, I understand any trepidation that anybody who does what you do for a living has about proclaiming any absolute about any NFL team. Because yep. last week, everybody was doing that to the Bills, right? Mm-hmm. A, week, a week ago or after the Monday night game, whenever it was. Um, and then we found out maybe the Bills have some flaws too. So the, I think the one consistency among the NFL through three weeks is that nobody knows what they're talking about. <laughs> Except for John Ramos. I mean, he Except predicted that Dolphins win yesterday. No, so. I mean, it, it's still the quarter poll is the, the end of the preseason. 
Um, buyer, you watch every game. You have your Sunday show as well as your I Want Your Flex podcast. How big a buyer are you into the Dolphins? Um, yeah, I think they're legit. I, I do. I think that you look at – you talked about the back end of their schedule. Well, look at the front end, what they just went to. I know maybe New England's not what they were, but they – you know, did rally and they got a win against the Ravens. Yep. Which I think at the start of the year, we probably would have marked a loss. We actually mm-hmm. may have marked week one a loss. Who knows? You got this Bills game with the way that they were playing. And yeah, I mean, there's. If you told me four weeks ago that the Dolphins are going to start out one and two and handed me their schedule, I would say, okay, yeah, yep. yeah, that's probably the case. They're three and oh. So in that. <laughs> I mean, they, they've beaten who they've beaten on their schedule is a very fact-of-the-matter sort of thing. But I think the value of those brands that they have beaten, yep. um, now you're, I mean, you're first place in the division. And as Jason said, like, what do you really know about the NFL? I thought there were four good teams in the AFC entering week three, and one of those was the Chargers. And now you look at where they are in just a matter of six or seven days, and another team I had were the Chiefs, and they – lose to indianapolis so yeah i'm i'm definitely not going to take away anything from a team that won a game that they weren't supposed to that didn't have the ball for two-thirds of the game and were outgained you know like they were and they still won the game a lot of teams would rather have you know would want that win so i can't take anything away from the dolphins correct correct i mean you can take a we can take a little bit away right like like you said they were down big against against the ravens and they had some communication issues whatever we take a little bit away from Buffalo, as you said, kind of dominated uh, uh, in terms of, uh, of, of how much they possess the football. That, that's reasonable to take a little bit away. But the other point you made is like, look, the Bills are going to be in the playoffs, the Ravens are going to be in the playoffs, and you just beat two playoff teams. Right? You just beat two playoff teams. However it took place, you actually won that game. And at the end of the day, they, they, don't, they don't give you championships or they don't give you more money based upon why well, you almost did something. They did something. They accomplished yeah. it. So, yeah, I mean, I, am, am I a buyer in them being a playoff team? Yes. Am I a buyer of them competing for a Super Bowl? No. Well, I'll also say that they're in this group of first-year head coaches and how teams adapt. And I think it's one of the things with the Broncos. Perfect example is we don't talk as much about the problems that maybe you have with a, a first-year head coach, veteran quarterback coming in. I know two is not a veteran, um, but they've been able to navigate those pitfalls that have hit other teams across the NFL. I think that there's like you go through up and down the uh, the schedule yesterday watching the games and I don't know if you agree with me Dan but not only is the NFL seemingly less predictable than ever but the the quality of play and I know Middlecoff kind of hit on this last hour but the quality of play, it's not an, as easy a watch as it has been the last 10 years. Have you felt it's, that way as well? It's not as clean but I don't think that the NFL cares because I think the NFL only cares about parity. And that's what we have. And, and outside of what the Eagles were doing to the Commanders, and, I mean, Cincinnati beat the Jets, but the Jets also turned the football over four times in that game. So maybe it's not as 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 big of a blowout as you would think. All of those games were competitive games and I think that's what the NFL wants it's crazy to think that right now if the Cowboys beat the Giants tonight there are just two remaining unbeatens 
in the National Football League. That would be the Dolphins and the Eagles. Giants trying to go 0-3 against the Cowboys. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stug Outlip Show here on Fox Sports Radio. My point I was going to make, Dan, which you were talking about uh, with, with Miami with the first-year coaches, it is important to point out that Miami did not make a coaching change because they stunk. They, they, were, they, were, dis, they were bad to start the year. They finished pretty strong last year. It, was a, it wasn't like they were the Jets when they made a change or, um, you know, the Broncos who were a, a, a quarterback away. You had that much of a dramatic change, right? You, you added pieces, but you kept the same quarterback and you kept mostly the same core of a good football team and one that two years ago had double-digit wins, right, as well. So I, I do think it's important to point out. It's a lot like in, in college football or college sports are like, you know, it's it's one thing if you take over a team that's a disaster, but if they've recruited well and they just don't win some games, like if you take over Nebraska, you got to build a whole new football team now, whole new football team because they're just not good enough and they're a dumpster fire. You take over one of those teams, which the team has been good, hasn't been able to get over the hump. That, that's a that's a different task. That's what Mike McDaniel has with the Miami Dolphins. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, download DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code Gottlieb. New customers get $200 in free bets. If your team uh, wins when you place just a $5 bet on any football game, that's code Gottlieb only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Bonus issued is free bets. One boost for eligible game. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Opt-in required. Deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He is Doug Gottlieb. Joining us now to talk some college football. He's host of the Fox Sports Podcast, the number one college football show. Find him on Twitter at RJ underscore Young. RJ Young joins the program today. Hello, RJ. How are you? Dan, I'm good. I appreciate you, man. We have some technical difficulties with Doug. We're going to try to connect with him in just a little bit. but oh, So we hope to have Doug back in just a matter of mom- moments. But you're going to ride with me and my Uber right now, RJ, at least for the time being, where we can talk about uh, what is happening in the world of college football. I do want to start in the SEC. I know Doug wants to talk about what happened with Texas A&M and Arkansas. But as you look at the top of that conference and where we are right now with Georgia, with Alabama, is there anybody, as we are four weeks into this season, that you think remotely could challenge one of those top two teams for supremacy in the league? Well, doggone it, I got to say right off the top, Tennessee ought to scare the hell out of everybody. Look, they move the ball well. They're not afraid of you defensively, which I thought was going to be their weakness going into this 2022 season. And they're feeling good about themselves. Being in the top ten of the AP rankings for the first time since 2006, looking like they're going to threaten the Crimson Tide for the first time since the iPhone was invented <laughs> in 2007. And they got a damn good quarterback. Like, Hendon Hooker hasn't thrown an interception this year. It gets better than that. His last interception thrown was against Georgia November 13th. And if you're going to throw one, you're going to throw one against them. I had a ton of fun watching that game. Now they're going to have to try to keep a lid on the Alabama offense in a couple weeks' time. But they're on a bye. And they get ready for them. I'm excited to see what Tennessee can do. Are you a believer in Kentucky? I know they've got Ole Miss coming up uh, this weekend on Saturday, which should be a dandy, especially with uh, what Ole Miss is wearing. But are, are you a believer in the Wildcats? I'm a believer in their defense, and I really want to know whether or not Chris Rodriguez is going to play because that was the SEC's leader in rushing last year, and he makes them a better football team, and all of a sudden Will Levis is acting like 
the guy that many NFL draft pundits thought would be a first-round quarterback in the 2023 draft. I didn't see it, but he's put together three 300-yard passing performances in four games. Hell, uh, Dan, he only had about four of those all the last year. So I'm, I'm believing in them. I want to know what they're capable of defensively against the Georgia football team that they took to the wire last year. We all know what Georgia's capable of. So if anybody's going to have an opportunity to unseat the defending national champs, let alone the SEC division champs, I think it's going to be Kentucky or Tennessee. You know, RJ Young joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Dan Byer. Some technical difficulties with Doug as we speak. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm putting myself on the spot either, or, you know, as well. When I look at the quarterback play in that conference – I, I don't remember a time when there are so many guys that you can just be like, you know, maybe maybe Stetson Bennett's the guy that gets the least respect of all of them, and, and he's got a national championship. But do you remember, like, this many quarterbacks being this good in that conference? I, I, I can't. No, it's been a while, right? And I think we really got to take it back to perhaps when we're talking about Matty Mock LSU, those days, T. Martin at Tennessee, even Peyton Manning, you know, you got to take it back that far, but I'm, I'm with you. They're pretty doggone good top to bottom. I mean, Bryce Young, Stetson Bennett there at the top. But down toward the bottom, I mean, Will Rogers had 409 yards passing. He plays Mississippi State. Uh, Jackson Dart showed everybody that he can run a little bit on my alma mater, the University of Tulsa. It's good Lord. And then you take a look around at, like, K.J. Jefferson or Arkansas, who is a folk hero down there. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that the quarterback play has been tremendous in the SEC, and this is a league that has defined itself by its ability to stop other people from scoring. I'm excited to see what it looks like for them to have to take a little bit of their own medicine up and down the schedule. Yeah, RJ, they finally went, finally got it right and got some, got some quarterbacks. Um, all right, let, let's have some fun at the Sooners' expense. Uh, I thought, I thought Brent Venables, hey, me defensive mastermind, Lincoln's out in, at, at at SC. Now we can stop Kansas State. What happened Saturday night, in Norman? Well, hell, Doug, uh, I'm with you. I was, I was struck. 41-34, hell. I thought the two Sooners going to win that by two touchdowns. Now, I think that there's a couple things to keep in perspective here. You'll know better than anybody else, Doug. We've had some legendary quarterback play at the University of Oklahoma in the college football playoff era. Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. College football playoff quarterbacks, two Heisman winners, two number one overall picks. Jason, Jay, hold on, that, Jason White, Sam Bradford. I mean, that's been quarterback well, you, right? That's what I'm saying, right? In the last 20 years, we've had legendary quarterback play. What if I told you that Dylan Gabriel's just good? He's a guy. What if I told you that fourth and three – he just ain't got it. Yeah. What do you do then? Yeah. Do you trust him to get it the next time, or do you trust the defense to stop somebody? Because neither one of those was, you know, really in question on, on uh, until Kansas State on Saturday night. So, is Dylan Gabriel that guy? I don't know. We'll find out here as the season goes on. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but they they also, I mean, they couldn't stop Adrian Martinez. They couldn't stop Deuce Vaughn. I mean, you know, I mean, so I mean, Martinez is hard. He's played a lot of football, but he he runs for one forty eight, and then Deuce Vaughn. You know, he's 5'5", 170, runs for 116. I, mean, I, I, I agree with you on Dylan Gabriel, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that this is – Brent Venables was supposed to be able to stop somebody, and they, they, they could not tackle the K-State running game. Now, hey, now, uh, as, as a fellow short king at 5'5", five 130, I'm going to need you to ease up a little bit on my man Duke Vaughn there. Number two. <laughs> no, he's awesome. He's hey, awesome. Hey, look, I'm saying, look here, i got to stand up for the short guys in the house now. He's the only returning first-team All-American in this entire damn conference, all right? So that boy can play. Uh, it's also Adrian Martinez, who knows he got the measure Oklahoma last year, and he went and finished what he started at Nebraska. Uh, full credit to him, because I didn't see it. Dude threw 300 yards all of 2022 and decided to turn up and show out on a night game in front of my students. Who? Now, 
other part to keep in perspective here is Chris Kleiman won national championships at North Dakota State. Brent Venables is in year one as a head yeah. coach, and he's going to have to figure out what pressure does, right? Because you're right. They, look, they didn't look physical on Saturday night. There's no getting around that. They didn't look disciplined on Saturday night, 11 penalties. You're giving up 8 of 17 on third down. Yeah, you're going to get beat. I don't care who's across from you. But I did not expect it to be Kansas State. And I guess that's just a demonstration of how everybody else is caught up with Oklahoma. Your Cowboys being at the front of the line last year. And they're, whew, they got to go against Baylor in another Big 12 championship rematch this weekend. I'm excited to see what they're about, too. That's going to be really good. Um, Caleb Williams struggled. You know, he's, uh, I think, 16 of 36, 180. And he needed a little bush push in order to, to complete a, <laughs> to, uh, you know, the fourth down. But, but they found a way. Right? They found a way to beat Oregon State. What's our takeaway when it takes, you know, 14 points late in the fourth quarter to beat Oregon State in the road? That Caleb Williams is going to have a dud, if not at least two this season. He had his first one. And that the defense can bail them out. Matter of fact, the defense in the run game, I'll put it this way, Eric Gentry walked into the post-game press conference where Travis Dye was being interviewed, and he interrupted everybody else by clapping for his running back. Now, he went 19 for 33, 133 last week. He's had three straight 100-yard games, and he carried that offense when it was able to do nothing. I think Caleb Williams had 44% passing, but the other part to take away from that is the USC defense had four takeaways against Oregon State, and the USC defense has had 14 takeaways this season. They're one of just – no, not one of just. They are the only Power 5 team to rank inside the top five of takeaways this year. I think if you can still pull out wins like that against the previously undefeated Oregon State, you still got to be – in the Catbird seat to win the Pac-12 championship. Now, we're all going to circle October 15th to find out what they're really made of when they play Utah. Sure. But I like to see what I'm seeing. They're at four wins this season already. Hell, they had four all last year. So I can't – got to say that Lincoln Riley already has achieved more than I thought he might in the first four weeks of the season, going 4-0. I thought Fresno State would give them a hard time, didn't. I thought Oregon State would give them a hard time, didn't. They're moving right along. Yeah, I mean, like, look, Oregon State gave him a hard time. Fresno was giving him a hard time. Jake Hayner got hurt. That 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 changed things. But 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 you're right. They they have finding a way to win. When can you can you play well when you're not playing well? They they accomplished that this weekend. R.J. Young joining us, college football analyst and the host of Fox Sports Podcast, number one college football show. Um, as much as I truly appreciate drinking the tears from Sooner fans losing at home to K-State, nothing, nothing. A&M losing and Miami losing, right? Well, Miami now dumping one at home to middle Tennessee State. And, uh, I mean, you know, it was you bring back a head coach. He comes back home. We're going to throw a bunch of money. It's all legal. And we, we have a team. Uh, how bad is it for the U? It's all legal. This man is coming out punching. I love it. Right, look. You can't lose to Middle Tennessee. You, you can't do it. In Miami Gardens at the Hard Rock, you can't do it. You certainly can't do it and get your pockets empty. They not only got beat down, they gave up $1.5 million in a guaranteed game. You paid to win that game, and Middle Tennessee came there and took your money and went back to Middle Tennessee with a win against a team that we all thought and still could be there at the end battling for the ACC championship. Now, I'm there exactly where you are in all of my – Drinking the tears of Miami Hurricanes because I'm not old enough to have appreciated Jimmy Johnson going to work on the Oklahoma Sooners, but it's all I've grown up knowing, right? Yeah. So I got no love lost for Miami. That said, I feel bad for their fans, man. You don't want to see your team lose to Middle Tennessee, and you certainly don't want to know that you paid them $1.5 million to come down there and then still lose. I think they'll bounce back from it. I think Tyler Van Dyke is a good quarterback. I just think they got caught either looking ahead or not caring. Either way, 
somebody's going to jump up and bite you if you're doing one of those two things. I, I also think, look, that A&M game was brutally physical, and uh, A&M kind of beat them twice. Uh, real quick, RJ, before we let you go, is Tennessee for real? I think so. Like, I was, I was early on them in July. I like what Josh Heifel's doing. I like the way that they've been trending. I like what they did against Pitt. Uh, I thought Pitt was a good football team. I thought that going into this game, they were going to get tested by Florida, and that was more of a mental challenge than it was a physical one. Remember, they hadn't beat them since 2016, and Josh Heifel never beat Florida, and they had to pull it out late. They showed some heart. They showed some want to. I saw a quarterback that was willing to throw hands. I hadn't seen that Tennessee in a while. And Jalen Wright was feeling so good that he hit the Gator Chomp and throw slash on him to end the game. I mean, doggone. If you're a volunteer fan, you got to be feel real good about your, well, let's call it a nasty color orange, up there in Knoxville because I think that they're going to give Alabama everything they want in a couple weeks' time. Should be great. RJ, great stuff, man. Awesome energy. Uh, the pod's really good. It's called the number one college football pod. Just download every download podcast. Thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Doug and Dan, I appreciate y'all, man. Have a good day. All right, RJ Young, proud of Hurricane of, uh, of TU, University of Tulsa. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Look out, Oregon. Another college football program is just up the ante. Uh, Dan's going to love this with college football new helmets, right? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Doug Gottlieb Show live in the Tyrac.com studios. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, tons of injury news to get to in the NFL, but first we start in college football since you were just talking to R.J. Young. Mentioned Ole Miss taking on Kentucky coming up on Saturday when the Rebs take the field against the Wildcats. They will be wearing a real tree camouflage helmet. Yes, a camouflage helmet. Not the normal camouflage. It's still going to be in the Ole Miss colors. But this is uh, this is actually pretty sharp. The uh, Realtree founder once played for Ole Miss, so they partner up with uh, that company, and it will have a camouflage sort of look coming up on Saturday. Okay. Um, I'm checking it out. It's dope. It's really cool. Those. I mean, first of all, Ole Miss, you got the baby blue in there with the red. You got good colors. Yes. You know, so that that helps. Um, and then you throw in that. You throw in these helmets. That's good. That's a good look. It's good luck. You know, I just look the the the, the ones that don't have the traditional bonnet. And, and Ole Miss is pretty traditional bonnet. But like, I don't think uh, Florida State needs to go to the white ones, right? Stick with the gold. That's who you are. Notre Dame never changed from the gold helmets. But if you're an, a non-traditional team like Oregon or maybe Ole Miss, like change, do all you do whatever you want, it gets attention for you. I love Ohio State's uniforms, home and road. Yeah, but their black ones that they wore and they wore this past weekend against Wisconsin. Like even the even the stickers are black. The Buckeye leaves are red on the helmet. They do that one very very well. But there are just so few teams that actually allow black to work or make it work. Did with the Buckeyes, but very often it yeah, does Matt, not Matt work. Black, Matt Black works better than the shiny black. No question. Yeah, and also say this: Oregon, you know, had that crazy win over Washington State. Oregon may be crazy, but when they wear their white. In green and yellow, they yeah. look great. No, I like them in the all whites too. Like, look, I when they I'm, do car- it, it, the carbon, like I'm like, what? Just stick to your, you know. Look at how dumb Washington State looked, and they're all grays. Terrible. Yes, 
Absolutely terrible. Uh, Georgia Tech fired head coach Jeff Collins today and athletic director Todd Stansberry. Collins just 10 and 28 with the Yellow Jackets. Buy out more than $11 million. Could have saved $4 million if they kept him on throughout the uh, season and let him go in January, but uh, the time is now, so a change at Georgia Tech. I, I guess, but why are you getting rid of that athletic director now? Like, do you, do you understand what that does to an athletic department in the middle of the year? Like, athletic directors, one, they got to raise money, right? Season tickets, and, and they don't want him to make the next coaching hire. I understand that. You know, but there's also an athletic department to run. And now you took away its head, and you're talking, and school just started like a month in. I, that's a mess. I, I, I get your need for competitiveness in football. It's a big financial stake in it. You're in the state of Georgia, and you're our tribal, or one of your our tribals, whatever, won the national championship and might well win another one. But this seemed like a massive panic move for what, something that it could have happened. There's nothing, I don't have any problem. A guy is not good enough. You lose your job. But I don't know what, what this thing is with firing coaches. Three, four games in, and then firing the AD, that seems rash. Stansbury, no relation to Stansbury, the Harvard of the West, as we learned in an episode of Saved by the Bell. Remember that one? Yeah, of course. Stansbury. Then they had their buddy dress up as the recruiter from Harvard to recruit Jesse Spano because Stansbury didn't, didn't want her. Yep. Uh, good times at the max. Uh, the NFL doing away with the actual Pro Bowl game, replacing the exhibition with a flag football game and skills competition, calling it the Pro Bowl games. Yeah, um, I, Pro Bowl game. I love the the idea of the Hunger, Hunger Games. I would I would love that. Right? If they all start out you know, having to like swim to go get something to take with them. Right? That's a fact. I'll tell you what they and should do. What they should give out medals for like farthest throw, make it like an Olympiad. I, I, look, I think they kind of a blank slate, and they said, Peyton, you figure it out. The one thing about the flag football game is, like, dudes get hurt in flag football. Just saying. Robert Edwards, and granted, it was on sand, but he turned his leg around on, in a flag football game. I don't – this idea that it eliminates all injuries, yes and no. It is what it is. Imagine, a, you know, a competition with Josh Allen against Justin Herbert for the gold and longest throw. And then whoever wins gets to pick their own theme song to play on top of a podium. I say just go out all out Olympics on this. Make this bad boy work. Kind of like a walk-up I like, music. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that. Play a college fight song as well. You could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do that. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. You want. Uh, I never watched it down to the Pro Bowl. I just want to point that out that in my life, I never watched it down to the Pro Bowl. So it's going away. It has literally no effect on me. More bad news for the Chargers, Doug. Not only did they lose uh, Rashawn Slater for the season, Jalen Guyton done for the year as well with a torn ACL. So they lose a wide receiver and Nick Bosa, excuse me, Joey Bosa going to miss time because of that groin injury suffered yesterday. Because of the Chargers, right? Probably should have beat the Chiefs the week before. Then you you get blown out by the Jaguars and you lose, you know, you got like how many pro, eight pro bowlers or something crazy on it and like five of them are down. Because of the Chargers. This this season feels like, well, every other season. It does. It really does. Mac Jones would have won the gold in hopping on one foot when he suffered the <laughs> ankle injury yesterday. Yeah. But uh, high yeah, ankle sprain, it? getting a second opinion for the Patriots quarterback, but expected to miss some time. They've got the Packers coming up on Sunday. Brian Hoyer time, right? Yes. They met Jimmy Garoppolo, and would they have traded for Jimmy Garoppolo had this happened before Jimmy... End up replacing Trey Lance. There's a there's a question for you. Very it, yeah, very possible. As much as the as much as it it looks like a blood, the Patriots were marching down the field a chance to take the lead and they fumbled 
at the Ravens 40, I think, right? So Patriots are right there, even though I knew they would struggle to cover the speed of Lamar Jackson, Come as they on, always man. do. And some health updates on running backs in the NFC North. Dalvin Cook considered day-to-day with a shoulder injury. They've got the Saints in London coming up on Sunday. Lions have the Seahawks in Week 4. They also have a bye in Week 6. Head coach Dan Campbell says it may not be until after the bye that they get DeAndre Swift back because they want him to make sure that his shoulder injury is fully healed. Saints, the Saints are like stinky, like a sneaky bad. Nobody's talking about how bad the Saints are. It's kind of interesting, right? And that, hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, starting today, the Doug Gottlieb Show. Third hour podcast, okay, means we can do it. We can do it naked. We can do it with both birds in the air. We can do whatever we want. So we'll pump that out on social media. You'll get a chance to hear it. Cavino and Rich making their debut. Upcoming next. Uh, as for tonight, I like the Giants to win. I just do. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.